weekly business podcast by Ruhi. Today, I'm joined by a very inspirational and amazing guest, Kuda Biza, who's the co-founder of Nonbelievable, hashtag this is my era, signables and AFR clothing. So hi, Kuda. Uh, could you give a brief kind of introduction to my audience about who you are and what you do? Well, I think you already gave it, right? Um, I am the co-founder to the businesses that you've mentioned, Nonbelievable, this is my era, signables. And, um, you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur who's really focused on building profitable businesses uh, that have an impact. So I'm really focused on providing education to those in need and also to helping solve the hunger crisis globally. Wow, that's an amazing mission and amazing purpose and vision for your business. So uh, could you share a bit about your journey with co-founding Nonbelievable? Yeah, so with Nonbelievable, what happened was that um, I got a phone call while I was uh, in corporate America. So at the time I was working for a fairly large multi-billion dollar Fortune 500 company. And I was running about a $80 million e-commerce division. And um, when I got this call, the thesis was, hey, there's a group of guys who want to build uh, a mission-based cookie company. And based on your experience, we feel that you can really come in and and add some value here. And what I had done is I created a meal delivery business that I grew to $25 million in revenue, um, you know, in less than three years by partnering up with with a fairly large food company here in the US. And obviously with my e-commerce experience. um, So the idea was to, to come in and, and really take this vision from an idea on a napkin into, into a business. And I had uh, experienced hunger while living in Zimbabwe because I grew up in Zimbabwe. So in 1992, when I was still uh, in Zimbabwe, there was a, a drought, a severe drought. And because of this drought, you know, everybody, you know, in Zimbabwe was, uh, was struggling and hunger was an issue. So I had um, a huge you know, motivation to want to join this mission because I wanted to be part of the solution, having experienced hunger growing up. So I quit my corporate job um, and I decided to join uh, this group of uh, change agents to start Nonbelievable. And we're a mission-based cookie company. We donate a meal for every cookie that we sell. And we've been doing that uh, ever since uh, November last year. So we're about a year old now. And right now we've provided food for close to 200,000 people. So we're excited about the progress that we've made and um, we're super excited uh, with what's to come. Wow, that's an amazing story that you've shared. And also I love your personal connection as well with Zimbabwe and how you kind of tied that in as well with the mission and why you decided to work for Nonbelievable and I decided to kind of continue this journey and I'm wishing you all the very success and with this uh, Nonbelievable venture. To donate a million meals by 2022. So, so that's the target and hope we can exceed it. Yeah, I'm wishing you all the success in that. And also, could you share any uh, business strategies that you've learned working and co-founding Nonbelievable and kind of how, yeah, any business strategies you would, any business growth strategies you would love to share? 
Sure. Um, I think the first thing you need to realize is that sales is the engine for any business. So I think the number one hack as a business owner is to really figure out how to drive sales because you might have the best idea, you might have you know a breakthrough idea, but if you don't have a really well thought out sales funnel, it will be very difficult for you to grow. And the driver for sales is marketing, uh, you know, because the job for marketing is really to create demand for your product. So the beauty about this is that now we live in a very uh, digital age where you can leverage, uh, you know, social media, you know, uh, technology and, and other assets to really drive growth. So one of the things that we did was obviously leverage Facebook, Instagram, you know, to, to really drive awareness about our product and to get in front of a lot of people uh, early on. The second thing that we did is we really created a community around it because, you know, word of mouth is the most powerful marketing activity ever. So it was super important for us to get raving fans behind the product, behind the brand, talking about it and bringing in people within their ecosystems. So that's another business strategy I would encourage uh, any business owner to think about. Like, how can you quickly get raving fans, not just customers, but people who would speak about your brand, you know, on top of the mountain and wherever? Uh, it's super important for you to, to, to think about that. And then the last strategy I would, I would throw out there is diversity. So similar to like how you diversify a stock portfolio, you need to diversify your sales channels. So for example, we sell on our website. That's one sales channel. Another sales channel is that we sell on Amazon. Another sales channel pre-COVID was we would go to events and you know do in-person sampling and so forth and so forth. So by having multiple sales channel, it, it insulates you, um, you know, in case one struggles. So like, let's say if there's something happening on Amazon and sales are down, but because you're also selling on your website and you're also selling in all these other channels, it can really help insulate any headwinds that you might face in one channel. But more importantly, assuming there are no headwinds and everything are tailwinds, it actually helps you get to your goal faster because now your product is being sold in multiple distribution points. So as any business owner, I think really quickly thinking about how do you scale and, and, and get more points of distribution is, is, is a strategy I would really uh, echo um, all the time. Wow. Those are some amazing and great points you've shared. And I loved your, point on kind of raving fans and uh, so my next question was more along the lines of branding so how can a company or some some organization kind of build up their brand and what are the strategies and kind of things you would uh, have for people who want to kind of do yeah so for branding i think it really needs to be centered on one thing and it's uh, authenticity. I think a brand needs to be authentic and you know, very, very genuine because when you're authentic, people can relate to it. And, and it's, you start building a fabric and a DNA around who you are. Um, so for Non-Believable, we were very authentic about who we are. We are a mission-based 
cookie company and we want to make a difference. We're fun, we're approachable, we're humorous. And you can see it through our language. We use non-puns, we're, we're very approachable. So though we're, we're targeting a, a, a very serious issue, hunger, what we're, we're doing it in a very fun and approachable way. And when you do that, you, you get to create a, a good sense of emotion within your consumer segment. And then you're able to build a brand around that because not only are you approachable, but people enjoy being around the brand. So I think that's, that's what you want to, to think about because think of a brand as a person, a person as a personality, a character. So the way I would think about it is that if your brand was a person, would you want to hang around your brand, right? So if you're thinking about creating that brand that you, 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 you want to build, think of it as a person and would you hang out and, you know, spend the day or have lunch or have a beer or whatever with your brand if it was a person? If the answer is no, then you have a little bit of work to do. But if the answer is yes, then you're on the right track. So you need to then really think about how can you um, answer that question around your brand personality, your brand character, but more importantly, ultimately, you know, if, if your brand was a person, would people want to hang out with you? That's, that's the question I would say you need to go out and answer while you're developing your brand. Wow, that was some amazing insight you shared on how to create branding. And I loved your point and your whole kind of explanation about how to kind of create a brand based on whether you would want to actually hang out, hang around that person. That was a very impactful point that you shared. And uh, so my next kind of point is moving away from uh, non-believable and all that. So could you explain like your journey behind uh, s starting Signables and like how you went about branding and like creating partnerships with like uh, all these Premier League teams and yeah. So could you explain a bit about that? So are you a soccer lover? Do you watch soccer? Uh, yeah, I'm actually a big fan of Manchester United because my twin brother got me introduced to the sport. So I've just been kind of yeah, supporting that team. So yeah, that's why this question I was very keen to ask you about. Okay, so who's your favorite player? Favorite player would have to be Messi. Well, Signables is a passion project. Um, as, you, as you alluded to, we have, li we have licensing with a lot of the top soccer teams in the world. Um, you know, the Premier League teams from Chelsea, Liverpool. We don't have Manchester United, but we do have Manchester City. We also have Paris Saint-Germain and a few Mexican teams. And my friend who I went to university with actually came up with the idea. She and her father created a patent around uh, a sports collectible. And when they had the patent and they were really figuring out how to bring it to market, they reached out to me and being a serial entrepreneur, you know, for me, it was something that really excited me because I'm a big soccer fan. I'm a Chelsea fan. Uh, so I, I quickly saw, you know, how to connect the dots and we approached the soccer teams and the soccer team said, yes. And we've been able to launch it into the marketplace. We sell it in, in the U S and in the UK. We're having tremendous uh, success online. Uh, obviously right now, given COVID, uh, but even before COVID, we were actually uh, in the stores. So we're at the Arsenal store, we're at the Chelsea store, and we're working our way to, to get into the other stores. But 
um, you know, signables is a true testament of how anything is possible, right? Um, I'm a kid from Zimbabwe who's now doing business with the top premiership teams. So anything is possible. You just need to put your mind to it and believe and, and persevere and not give up. And if you have a good idea, you will attract, you know, greatness and you'll be able to achieve greatness. So we're really proud of what we've been able to achieve with Signables. We're still very young, you know, but um, hopefully pretty soon we'll be able to, to, to grow and become a household brand and uh, have everybody across the world knowing about our products.